The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Two Robbies podcast, your destination for in-depth discussion and analysis of every single Premier League match week. I'm Robbie Musto and he's Robbie Earl. And after a little summer break, we're back in full-on Premier League mode and got you covered for everything you'll need in the 2023-24 campaign that kicks off this weekend. Right, we're going to do our our, our kind of usual preview, but we're going to do it in a slightly different way because we're going to break this kind of league up into five topics, five sort of burning questions for each topic. And we're going to start, Robbie Musto, with question one. And we're going to start at the top of the table because it's a place to start with the champions. What, What do you expect from Manchester City this season after a treble winning season last season where basically everything went as well as Pep could have wanted? <clears throat> well, um, I, th- I, think, uh, I think the first thing to think about as we sit and record this, Rob, on what are we, August the 7th, um, yeah. is the transfer window and what changes have been made. Now, Mateo Kovacic obviously has come into the football club mm-hmm. um, to, I guess, you know, negate the departure of Ilkay Gundogan. Riyad Mahrez has left yeah. as well for Saudi Arabia. So there's a little bit of change there. And I think Pep doesn't mind that little bit of change. Um, mm-hmm. But just on the bigger picture with them, you know, with what they did, with that treble, <clears throat> almost reaching the promised land, Rob, and everything that they set out to do from years and years ago, they've achieved it all in an incredible season last year. Now, you know, I think the last two seasons, I have not backed Man City to keep mm-hmm. doing it, Rob. And that's yeah. why they've pr- proven me wrong over the last two mm. seasons. You went with them again yeah. uh, last year. I didn't um, because I just can't believe how hard it must be to go again. Now, this season, I'm going to say the same thing, Rob. I am going to say that they can't, after that season, <laughs> find a way, a week in, week out, which is what they they do in an astonishing way, and and mm. you know I'm not I'm not just saying it about this Rob, but it, it's so difficult the way they finish off unbeaten again until the last few games to to yeah. to finish or to to get clear of Arsenal was remarkable, and I just think Rob my one my one worry or an extra worry is that little bit of change has happened this time. Elkai Gundogan, as we we mm. we loved him last year and. and everything else that he did. I think that's going to be a big miss. Now, if you're thinking of Kovacic, is going to score those goals. For me, he's yeah. not. He's not going to get the numbers that, that Gundogan has got. Now, Riyad Mahrez has left again. Wasn't wasn't maybe the, the, the first choice on that right-hand side, mm. but came in many, many times. All I would say, Rob, is there's rumours of, of Kyle Walker leaving for Bayern, yeah. Bernardo Silva possibly for, possibly for, Barca, uh, yeah. for Barcelona. Barcelona. Yeah. I would just say this, as, as I finish this first kind of answer, really, is... If if Bernardo Silva goes and maybe one another, and I know they brought in mm. Vardial, this 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 brilliant yeah. Croatian defender from RB Leipzig for a big big fee. I mean, City are brilliantly set for their for the defensive line. I just yeah. think where City could could 
mess up a little bit is Pep rotates. And if that squad, through the changes that we're seeing this mm. summer, and of course the summer window's not closed yet, if those changes bring about more departures, then maybe the, the rotations and the games, Rob, where, where he brings in different players, yeah. means that they drop more points than you might normally expect. The week, the squad, the squad is, is weaker then that might be a reason that others can get a get a boost that they can get ahead of them. Well, yeah, I take all your points, some of which I, 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 I've got a similar note. I think, and I, we've just had a production call, Robin, you know, we were talking about the season and looking at it from different angles. And I said, this is one of the most indecisive seasons I can remember at the top end of, of the table because I, I can't quite, I don't quite know what some teams might do. What might Arsenal do? What might Chelsea do? What might Spurs do? What Where are United going to go? Are Liverpool going to come back? One thing I do know, Rob, the certainty is Manchester City will be fighting for a title. I absolutely know that. And it's full straight. And I know you talked about the big question is what has the treble, what has hmm. winning the Champions League done to this group? Yeah, I totally agree. The one, The one note I've got is Losing Gundogan and, and Mares, it's not just losing two very good players. At times they've been game changers, Rob. Gundogan's come up in big moments. Remember yeah. the end of the season against Villa? Goals, you know, Mares, yeah. Champions League, come up with moments. So no, it wasn't just their performances. Mm. They've come up with big moments, game-changing moments. Can Kovacic do that? Can Foden now, who's going to get more more game time, and, and, and Grealish and that, can they fill that void? I think that's a question. Pep, Pep, I, was, I was reading a little bit about Pep today and he said, I need to find out with this group how hungry we are. And I thought it was a really interesting thing for him to say because we always know his teams are driven. We all know that. But the thing I'm unsure of is what has that treble done to this group? Rob? In any way, does it take a little bit away from it? I don't know. I think the answer is no. And I think Pep won't allow it. And I still back them to win it. But... My big question is, what has winning the treble and that Champions League that they've wanted so badly, mm. what does that do to the group? Well, it's interesting, Rob, because I'll follow on immediately because there was a really good article. I've read a few things. Of course, we're reading stuff, you know, mm. all the time through yeah. the, the summer window. But there was an article, I can't think it was in now, but it talked about Manchester United's treble, Rob. I think Rio Ferdinand was quoted. Yeah. Uh, it talked about, I think it was The Athletic, it talked about the Dwight York uh, syndrome, where I think Dwight York Rob might have asked for a season off, like after the after the, the, yeah, the winning yeah. the treble. I think he's, mm. he he said something to the managers, like you know what, can can I go back or, or whatever his personal reasons were. And the, basically, the piece was just about this: after the treble, how does it affect you? And and it basically yeah. said that it did affect Man United a little bit, that they weren't mm. quite the same. They did take her off the ball. Now that's not saying it's going to happen at City, but yeah. you know it's it's in it's in my thoughts. You know, you yeah. just brought it up there about what how it does to them. And again, that's why I said at the start, before when they've won things, they bounce back and we eulogize about their mentality and the manager yeah. and everybody else. But I mean, really, like certainly with the Champions League to, to get there and to win that. So that that will be and Pep will will it will look, it'll look. And he, and Pep said as well, Robin, another article I read that when he was at Barcelona and they achieved great things. He yeah. just reckons he could sniff. He could sniff when, mm. when things needed freshen up and he made some changes. I think the front players might have changed it around at that yeah. time. Yeah. So that's what he'll be doing. That's what he'll be doing. There's, again, there's a little bit of time of the window left. They've got in the big mm. defender. Yeah. Um, well, but anymore, if, if, if Bernardo Silva leaves, Rob, I mean, that... that yeah, that would be a worry. That would, mm. that, would, that would be a worry. It's interesting as well. So, so you, you've mm. mentioned about that. 
I think for the last two, three seasons, every time we, we, we get to this place, people generally are looking for reasons why City can't win it. Yeah. You, know, you couldn't win it without yeah. a striker. You can't win it with a false nine. Yeah. can't win it with Haaland. He's not going to fit. Now we're looking at what has the treble done. Mm. The thing that also, Rob, is, is up for grabs. There's another record to win four straight Premier Leagues. Never been done. So Alex Ferguson, as great as he was, never won four straight Premier yeah. Leagues. That's another we know how driven this fellow. Mm. We know how driven this fellow is. We know he wants records. We know when he leaves, Rob, he wants to go. And I'm going to point you to one other thing that, that really caught my eye. Again, we all do our, our reading and, and, and our background to get to make sure we're, we're up to speed with things. A certain gentleman's come back into the backroom mm. staff, Rob. Juan Lilo. Many, many of our viewers and, and, and listeners might not know. Just take a little look at him. Do a little bit of background. Very well respected, almost to the Bielsa level of somebody who's been a young coach, who've young uh, pl- players who were going into management, studied, were around. And, and, and Pep said a, a, a brilliant thing that, that stood me when he said, he's the best assistant in bad moments. He said, good moments, I don't need an assistant. In bad moments, he's the mm. best Thing and he's got Pep's respect, and there might be, as you said, some mm. bad mm. moments. There might be mm. sniffing a couple of things. There might be the Juan Lilo will make mm. sure standards are maintained, and Pep is mm. on top of his game as well. Because maybe, listen, as great as Pep and as driven as Pep is, maybe he just somehow isn't quite the same guy. Juan mm. Lilo coming back mm. is a big move for Pep Guardiola in mm. Manchester City. Yeah, particularly for this season, Rob, because like last season, he went off and, and did, did something yeah. different. I guess it was yeah, so great. Yeah, yeah, they didn't yeah. need that. They didn't need the, mm. the bad moment kind of help. But maybe That's this right, season, yeah. they might. So it's interesting. Yeah, I did see that note. And, uh, mm. you know, I, I think he's a real favourite of Pep. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life. Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters. Both when you're kicking a field goal... And when you gamble, betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Um, I think we should move it on, Rob, to uh, to question number two, if that's okay with you. And the question okay, yeah, is, I think we've done. Yeah, yeah. Number two is who is best poised to challenge Man City this season? Now, again, we should start at the very top. Uh, yeah. Of course, last year it was Arsenal that challenged Man City right towards the end. They fell away, of course, um, to the back end of last season. Things have changed mm. this summer. I've got to say, Rob, yeah. you know, um, 
I, I like, I really like Arsenal's window. There's so much. And by the way, you know, every team we could get into so much detail about it or yeah. what happened. But it's, it's, just, it's, just quickly on, of course, their notable signings that we have here. Declan Rice, massive fee. Yeah, they got him, massive. which I think, by the way, which, well, let me just go through the, the uh, names first. So Kai yeah, Havertz is yeah. the interesting yeah. one from Chelsea. Mm. These are all big fees, by the way. Huge fee for yeah. Declan Rice. Um, where is his number? $135 million, I think, is up to for, for, for mm-hmm. Declan Rice, a Premier League record. Urian Timber, $49 million. Uh, and Kai Havertz, yeah. $83 million. Mm-hmm. They're the three new signings. And just quickly on those, Rob, before I let you jump in, yeah. I think that Declan Rice, $135 million, Rob, apart from being a brilliant sign-in, in my mm-hmm. opinion, uh, in, in terms of what he can do, I think it is a statement signing. I think it is yeah. a... Wow, like the Cronkies and this football club are investing at the right time. They've gone for the player that, that many, many teams wanted and they outbid. They kind of, mm. they kind of, they got preferred to Man City, wanted him as well, Rob. So that, yeah. with the money, with the timing, with the sort of player he is, and some might argue that that's a lot of money for a holding midfield player and, and maybe that guy should do a little bit more. But in terms of a signing and a kind of statement of intent from this football mm. club, we all know exactly what they want this season, which is a Premier League title. And this signing, I just think, is, is so powerful in regards to that. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, Declan Nice is, 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 a, is a diamond signing. I know it's a lot of money, Rob. He might be there at the football club eight to ten years. Well, there was a period last season when it just started to to go away from Arsenal. Remember the West Ham game? Thomas Partey trying to flick got a ball in the ball. field, got caught out. Declan, Declan Rice got him. Yeah. Declan, yeah. Declan Rice doesn't do that, Rob. Mm. Declan Rice um, addresses that issue. Declan Rice has a, has a maturity about him that's really impressive for somebody that young. I think Declan Rice, the footballer, there's more to come. I think he can get forward at times a bit mm. more as an eight. And make mm-hmm. things out. I think he can see mm-hmm. a, a last pass. I think he's got the ability. I think he can see a goal. I think he's good size. He can go and get you six or seven goals from midfield mm-hmm. if, if, mm-hmm. if the setup's right. Um, mm-hmm. When I look at Ch- when I look at Arsenal, Rob, I looked at start of last season, twenty twenty two. Arsenal had a team good enough to challenge to win the title at tw- in twenty twenty two. In twenty twenty three, at the turn of the year. The, the depth of Arsenal squad showed up that they didn't have a squad to challenge because when they had to make some big changes, yeah. it was not like for like. No. What they do have now is more competition. When you see Chossard, you know, mm. Jesus is not involved in the moment. Habits mm. is played. Martinez, Saka, midfield with Party, Odegaard, mm. Rice. It, it, mm. There's a Smith bit more out, isn't there? There's quite a Smith few. Rowe, yeah. yeah. And then Katia, and then the back lads, you know, bringing in Saliba backs huge. Timber coming in gives them options. Ben White can play in different positions. All of a sudden, I'm kind of seeing the things that I just my big question in this one, Rob, with Arsenal is how much have they learned from last year? How much have they <clears throat> taken, matured? And it was into the game. We, we we had a production call a little early and, and we're talking to some of the boys in England and all that. And, and there was a point that I'd made that, that Lee Dixon touched on. And I think it's a big season now for Mikel Arteta. He's been back, Rob. The Cronkies have, have given him mm. kind of mostly what he wants. It's a lot of money. You know, it, it, it's a lot of money. It's time mm. to maybe go closer. I'm not saying you have to win it. Yeah. 
But maybe yeah. now that t- that slip that came and that little indecision, yeah. can you go closer? Yeah. yeah. And the thing that, that I want to find from Mikel Arteta, Robin, it's, it's kind of, I don't mean this in a critical way. I mean it in a way that he's got to mature and get over, you know, um, sort of grow from what happened last season is, I want to see who Mikel Arteta is now this season. Who, how does he handle things, whether it's disappointments, whether it's winning, whether it's being topped by eight points or chasing by eight points? Who is he and how does he do it, Rob? Because I always get the sense, and maybe some of it's because of, of watching the, the documentary and we saw behind the scenes, but I always, there's a sense of, there's a part of me that feels like Arteta is always thinking what he should be doing or what he should be saying to get the right result, doesn't ever quite feel as natural as Pep, as Klopp, as Sir Alex, as Arsene Wenger. They it, they looked like they were who they were, and that, that's how they were. I wish feel with Arteta, he's, he's, he's struggling to find... But does it, does it matter, Rob? Does it matter? By the way, and I agree with you, it's almost like he's a manufactured, like, what what do I what, what do I think is going to be a best for, for yeah, my behaviour on the sideline? He's over yeah, the top. Yeah, yeah, Whether that's normal it. or natural for him or not, but even so, is it that important, mm. Rob? When you talk about it, that you know he's got to find um, the real. Is it that important? Yeah, yeah, it is. I think because I think he's got to lead him. He's got to take him to it. When you're asking Pep, is, is it important? Pep is how he drives that team. I think there's a time. There'll be a point in the season when Arteta will have to have grown from the Arteta we saw last year. Mm. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not. I just don't know in, in, in the big picture of things and his yeah. behaviour. I don't know. If, you know, he's jumping around. He got a yellow card again in the community shield this weekend again. I mean, it, it is whether that's normal the way he is or he's, he's kind of, he's trying yeah. to provide that from the sideline somehow. I don't know. Um, I'll tell you what, Rob, let's, let's just go through a few. There's a few stories around Arsenal now and a few headlines um, that I just want to go through a little bit. And by the way, just before I do that, we did speak to Mikel Arteta, Rob, didn't we? And we should tell people that because we yeah. had a great oh, conversation. Yeah. With, with Edu, with Edu um, and, and Denai, the commercial manager, yeah, who's in yeah, the CEO. Commercial. We had a really good... Very just, together, weren't they? It was, it was very together. Very together, yeah. great understanding of each other's roles and, you know, the part that each other played. Yeah, I thought it was excellent. We had an excellent conversation. We had a great conversation, and and yeah. you know we don't want it. We, it, it was kind of more of a private kind of fact mm. gathering and just information for us to get. But he, he did talk about the squad now with the signings. They were looking for yeah. quality, looking for depth. They were looking for leadership, and they were looking for desire. It's like that that mm. hunger, Rob. Arteta he yeah. mentioned it a couple of times as though maybe in in some of the key moments. He maybe didn't have a couple of players out there that would just grab a few of them, the younger ones maybe, and mm. I mean, uh, to try and get them back on track. Um, but anyway, but just a few, a few, a few things I want to chat to you about. First one being Kai Havertz. Yeah. Kai Havertz from Chelsea yes. going to Arsenal was yes. is the one of these three big signings where I'm like, mm. oh, um, is he? What can Mikel do? Differently, obviously, Arteta feels that he can play him in a different spot yeah. or do so, get yeah. something that that takes the potential and the the, the raw mm-hmm. talent from that is yeah. obviously got Kai Havertz into production yeah. of assists and of, of of possession of goals and of creativity. I'm yeah. not. I'm like, you know what? I wouldn't have done it. 
I'll say that. You I wouldn't. would not no. have spent that amount of money. It was $83 million on a player yeah. that, that I know it's different and Arsenal's was different to Chelsea, but yeah. I would not have done that. I would, have, I would have found another avenue to go down to. So what do you feel about what he's done with, um, with and, 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 I, I like it. I quite like yeah. it, I have to say. So I'll tell you why I quite explain. like it, because I think Havertz, let's say Jesus plays and he's playing as a more midfield and can play as a, as a, as a false nine coming back in, in, in B. He's an intelligent footballer, so he's got that. And if pace comes from the outside with Martinelli and, and, and Saka, and he's coming deeper, I think that, that gives them good options. Maybe if Jesus isn't scoring or injured as he is now. But more than that, Rob, I think if you put Kai Havertz in the spots where Granite Jacker was getting to with Arsenal's build-up and possession, I think Kai Havertz can take you to another level of creativity, of assists, of goal scoring. I think there's more goals in him, and, I, and I'm the most critical of him in terms of sometimes he doesn't have the killer about him, he doesn't finish with any conviction. No. But I, but the player who was bought at Chelsea, the German international, who can get from box to box, who can finish, I think Mikel Arteta believes he can get that out of him. And I think he's thinking... I can have Granite Jacker plus with with Kai Havertz because I, I Granite yeah, Jacker is not you, a natural. No, no, does great yeah. things, but he's not a natural. He's, he hasn't got that technical ability. He hasn't got that creative ability that Kai Havertz has. I oh, think right. he's saying Kai Havertz in that spot can produce me so much more for my team and be almost another source of eight plus goals. Okay. Yeah, and, and, and in, in the ideal scenario, yeah, I don't yeah. disagree with that. That's potentially what he can do. I mm. think in Germany, it was that was a more that he rolled that he played in in number mm. eight getting forward. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would throw back at you, the Granite Xhaka okay. was, was very, very useful in defensive side of things a little bit. Yeah. When the ball yeah. turned over, yeah. when they were under pressure mm. and they had to come back into a different system where he'd play alongside Thomas Partey to make a 4-4-2. Well, haven't I got not, Rice it, to do that a little bit more Well, now. yeah, but... but, 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 but but if Partey's not playing, if if we're if, and yeah, by the way, and, and our understanding is from the conversation mm. with with Mikel Arteta that the the, the theory is Declan Rice holding Kai Havertz yeah. to the left and uh, Odegaard to the right hand side. Odegaard, so yeah. that that in terms of the old balance of artists and soldiers, mm. that that's you're getting more creativity, but you might yeah. lose out a little bit. Where uh, I'm just yeah. chucking it out there, and and they might bring yeah. a, a defender into that spot which has happened a lot and that might happen, but it's just one thing to know. I just think it's interesting. And and if he, yeah. if Havertz has a good season, if he get, gets over 10 goals, 12 goals and he, and he assists five or six plus, then like, well done. That's a great, yeah. that's a great pickup yeah. that nobody saw coming. Um, but I think it's interesting and we'll see. I'll yeah. See it's develops. a good shout. Yeah. Yeah. Next one I want to, next one I'll throw at you. Now this isn't confirmed yet. So, you know, maybe we shouldn't spend too much time on it, but David, Raya Robbiel from Brentford, Ray, forty yeah, million yeah, pounds. Yeah. David Raya, the goalkeeper, yeah. is is strongly linked and is. I think it's getting quite close. I think that's done, isn't it? I think that's done. Is it done? Done. I think that's done now, right? Well, if it's done or yeah. not done, yeah, yeah, but it's, yeah. All right, interesting. So if it's yeah. done, mm. what what's yeah. all that about? Like that forty million uh, for a goal. Is mm. he going to be number two? Is what is what's Ramsdale yeah. feel about this? He, he, what's the idea? They need to spend the idea is, the idea is yeah is competition the idea is that keeping Ramsdale on on his toes the idea is Ramsdale's one but we've got a very good two and if, is he going to be happy to spend at, sit on the bench David Raya are you are you if you're the well, owner must, to spend forty um, million to sit on well, the bench I, I don't think he's guaranteed him the number one spot does has he I, I, no I, I, could, I couldn't cannot believe so he's got to say Ramsdale's my number one 
And, you know, he's under, but if Ramdale's form dropped and he, there was a little bit of cutting and we've all seen the, the Ramsdale um, interview that was, you know, brilliantly done and, and very open and, and very honest um, and shows another side to footballers sometimes that, that we all, we all um, should take note of. But, you know, if Ramsdale's form drops a little bit, Mikel Arteta has given himself a safety net that that might not affect the team. I just think it's an expensive safety. It's an expensive safety. I mean, Matt Turner was he that bad? Was he was he that was he that is he that much of a drop well, off? I mean, I don't know. Maybe is he playing out the back? Is it his handling? Is it his work, work with the back four? I don't know. Mm. But I quite I quite like that because that's that's that puts the manager in a tougher position. You know, it's a tougher position now because you've got David Ryer, who's you know. Established Premier League goalkeepers mm. been bought forty million. At some mm. point, he's not going to be happy, or he's going to want to play, but he'll sit there for a while. But that also shows a confidence in Arteta that, yeah, I can handle that. It's okay. It's okay. Mm. I'll, I'll deal with them. Well, yeah, it's an interesting one to, to certainly watch, yeah. and uh, we'll see whether that is confirmed or not. Um, and the final one, Rob, just um, I'm just thinking about like the Community Shield. Arsenal won the Community Shield, of course, at the weekend. They beat mm. Arsenal on penalties. Uh, to Kai Havertz brought into the club to play as number eight, and he plays up front. Yeah. Plays as a number yeah, nine. Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, uh, you know, but, this, but this, Jay, this is right. injured, isn't he? Jay, what, Jay, so Jay, my this... question to you is, why doesn't he play Enketia, and why didn't he play mm. Trossard as a, as a nine or a false nine? Which I love the bits. I think I think Leandro Trossard, yeah, Trossard, it, yeah. Is, is is absolutely knocking on the door yeah, to be a starting been player. Banging and yet goals all, all pre-season, hasn't he? Yeah, he's gone. But again, Chelsea Community Shield. End up winning, getting him in the team, getting him minutes, getting him rhythm, maybe building his confidence a little bit. Robert, he, he, yeah. he's, a, he's a young man who came for a lot of money, came to London, was at Chelsea, mm. didn't quite work, had a load of managers. Maybe he needs a little bit of love. Maybe mm. Mikel thinks, you know, let's get him out there, let, let him be a big part of this. Again, I, I, I didn't mind that too much. I, I, mm. I still think there's... Um, Listen, at the end of the day, he'll be criticised or not on whether those work and whether those signings right and how the balance mm. is and is there enough legs in there when they need to win possession? Does he change things up? Maybe party mm. comes in, yeah. one of them plays. You know, I don't know. But, mm. yeah, I, I, I'm kind of... You know what I'm really hopeful, Rob, is that they can sustain the challenge for longer. Yeah. And, 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 not, and not allow City to, to, to eventually... Force their way past, and then it was never really in doubt. Mm. Can well, they got... put some doubt in this in this city group? Yeah, I think they can. I think they can. I mean, the, mm. the Champions League, of course, is a, is a different. They've got those games to contend with now, yeah. and you, yeah. then the, that's when the rotation starts to happen. But you know, as as we we wrap up from Arsenal right now, I, I'm yeah. looking forward to. I, I think it's a great time to spend a load of money when the team are on the up surge they've had a brilliant yeah. season that's when you invest and they've really really invested well we haven't got to year in timber rob who i think looks really really yeah, good, good player. yeah really good player good can bye. play anywhere across the back line you talk about mm. cover now arsenal got good defensive cover in, in all spots now with that signing so i think it's exciting times for arsenal fans i think they, they they've improved the squad is better uh, and yeah. it's young. Remember, we said like we don't yeah. know what the ceiling is yet. We don't know what the ceiling is. They improve very young. They can they can get even better development. Let's move on right. to another team who would like, I think, or the manager would like to think at least they'll be challenging at some point. Manchester United, third last season, seventy five points under Ten Hag, got Champions League football, won a League Cup, so progression. 
um, improvement. What does what does this season hold, Rob? What, can they get closer? Can they become part of the top two? Can they at some point have a little challenge somewhere? You know, halfway <laughs> through the season, could they be in and around it and maybe just fall off? D- difficult, difficult to to give you a, a, a firm answer right now. Um, what I would say is. I kind of I like the window again. I like the window. Mm. And maybe the theme of this when we go through some of these big clubs, Rob, is that, you know, it's difficult to see which one is going to be unexpectedly bad, right? Because it all, it, yeah. it all, yeah. I mean, we, had, we had Chelsea last year that was unexpectedly bad. Mm. Spurs, again, unexpectedly ended up being bad. This year, with the managers, with the signings, I kind of like a lot of it. Mason Mount, big fan of his. Surprised yeah. he ended up leaving Chelsea, but Man United have benefited from that. He's going to, I think he's got the number seven shirt. He's going to play as an attacking midfield player. I took a look at their yeah. last game in preseason where he's lively and you, and you've got a midfield, Rob, a midfield three of Casemiro, Mason Mount and, and Bruno Fernandes. I mean, Fernandes. Yeah. That, yeah. That's, 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 that's very good. He's got good. to produce the numbers though for me, Mason He's got to produce the numbers. I'm probably, yeah, yeah I, I, I'm still a little, I mean, I, I love him as a player and he's great for England, but got to be producing those numbers, Rob, to, Yep. To have that shirt, to have that position in for Manchester United. Yeah. yeah, but 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 if if he can, that's yeah. a that's a fantastic. Assuming mm. no drop yeah. off for Casemiro with his, of course he's a, yeah. a, a little older and stuff. But that's a fantastic midfield. Mm. Andrea Nana was a big call, and another yeah. Eric, Eric another Eric Ten Hag, big call. We've seen yeah. he knows he knows people, like, doesn't he? Often goes with people he knows or has worked with. But 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 yeah, but my I guess he is not afraid of making big calls. Ronaldo was a big yeah. call. The yeah. whole uh, yeah. Harry Maguire, the, the taking him out of the side, playing mm. Shaw in there in his place, taking the captaincy away now to, to Bruno Fernandes and changing the goalkeeper. Almost like a late decision to change David yeah. De Gea, maybe on the back of the FA Cup final. I don't know. Mm. But this is a big change, Rob. This is a big change. Yeah, this is and a this, huge one. This is this yeah. one. Well, this, this, this one. Do you like it? It's going to take time, Rob. I'll tell you what, it's going to take time. And it's slightly, it worries me a little bit at, at day one. I like it for the long term, but I think there could be a bit of teething problems for Why? it. Why? I mean, How? Because I think his personality, I think he is who he is. We've, you know, we've seen him get beaten. He's talked about, you know, he's having to go at defenders. He's going to get on the ball. He's going to come out. He does his thing. Good, good in possession. I think that relationship between him and these defenders might take a moment, might take... Yeah half a season for mm. to get to know each other. Just wondering that time, you've just got to be careful that, you know, relationships stay strong and the mm. bond stays good and things. Mm. So I'm, the long term, I see it. I'm just a little concerned for the short term on it, Rob. Mm. Yeah, interesting. Um, yeah, I, I hadn't really... That's a good point. I mean, just to settling into the side because I, yeah. think, I think everybody agrees that, that Manchester United... Um, are going to be different based on the goalkeeper and based on what mm. he does and how good he is on the ball and pinging the ball with his, actually with both feet. I've yeah. seen him in the yeah. past, but he's really yeah. good on the Lovely ball. Football. And he yeah. plays, he plays super high. He plays mm. like another Takes defender. a bit of a risk as well, bud. He well, doesn't mind the it, risk. It's a, it's, a, it's a risk that I, I, I'm loving it. I don't mind the risk. Now, <laughs> they scored, didn't they? The goal, he just got lobbed from that. Yeah, just got, inside got his own up. Line. So yeah, that, that there yeah. is yeah. the risk that you're talking mm. about, that in that yeah. high position, which is great for keeping the ball. 
I mean, if you're an mm-hmm. opponent, you want to press them. And the goalkeeper yeah. is always going to be the spare man. He's comfortable mm-hmm. on it and he can make good passes. A little bit like Edison does. It's Edison yeah. even more so, even more so as almost like a sweeper keeper. Yeah. And that's a, a phrase that we, you know, we've thrown around for, for a while now. But I think with Anana, you're going to see and uh, maybe some other goalkeepers. James Trafford, mm. I think, is another one at Burnley. Yeah, I think th- Burnley, this yeah. is the next yeah. evolution of goalkeeping where these goalkeepers are not only good on the ball, they they are coming out. They're coming yeah. right they're, out. They're like defenders now, mate. They're, they're like defenders. defenders. That's going to be a, defenders. a theme, I yeah, think, of the season. Absolutely. I think he changes the way that they play in terms of their build-up yeah. play. Um, and the other one is Rasmus Hoyland. This this Hoyland, is an exciting, yeah, yeah, like striker. It. What do you think? Yeah, I like it. So you know, as, as soon as he comes in, you start doing your research. Go and have a good look at him, Rob. Mm. I think again, like the goalkeeper, I think it might be. Two years before you see the best of him. I think he's 22 yeah. years of age. Nice left foot, rolls people, uses his body, got good pace, um, you know, can, can join in, play off the central position. Looks like he, he's, you know, he can smash a ball with that left foot. He's got like yeah. a hammer in that. Yeah. A bit Van Persie esque, how he can, you yeah. know, he smashes yeah. it. Um, but he's going to, listen, he, he hasn't had a lot of football, Rob. I, look, I looked at his records. He hasn't been playing for, for that long, two or three years at any kind of level. Yeah. Um, but the goals look good. You know, he, he, he gives them options. When you think then you've got Rashford, Martial, who's still at the football club, Sancho, interesting yep. season, uh, Anthony. Yeah, Gonacho. And, and, and <clears throat> Gonacho, yeah, who, who looks, all of a sudden, it's an exciting front line mm. that is young, mm. that, isn't guaranteeing you the Ronaldo no. numbers, but mm. can grow together into a really, really good attack. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you, mate. I, I, I think, you know, you can look at this in two different ways. You can look at, like you just said it, of these young players that are growing, yeah. that are improving, that are getting minutes of this giant football club at Old Trafford to, to handle that mm. pressure. There's options in wide areas. Not only is he the striker that they desperately needed anyway, because their goals, yeah. I think they're the lowest scores last year in the top six Manchester United, so they That's need right, the goals. Yeah. And it also throws... Uh, Marcus Rashford on the left-hand side. For me, that's mm. where I think he's absolutely yeah. his best. Brilliant on the left-hand side. And this is, by the way, is if, if um, Hoyland kind of hits the ground running, Rob, and he, he ends up... Yeah. I don't know whether he's going to start, you know, in the first couple of two or three games, whether he's yeah. more of a... Yeah. Is it slower? Coming but off the it, bench. If he, and... if, he, if, he, if he gets that starting position and starts to look the par, then on mm. the right side, you've got... I mean, you've just got good options with those other options, wing, yeah. wing players. Options, and on the yeah. back of that midfield... And mm. and and the goalkeeper in the back four. It's 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 time to get start getting a little bit excited if you're Manchester United. Now on the other side yeah. of that coin, what might worry me if I'm a United fan would be, well, it's still a bit of inconsistency. Rob Garnacho's mm. so young but looks great. Yeah. Jaden Sancho is inconsistent. You could yeah. argue that Anthony is looks brilliant yeah. sometimes. And he drifts out of games. Marcus Rashford even though he had a great year last year. We haven't seen that every single season from him. And now you've got this, this, this striker, Rasmus Hoyland, that, that um, wow. I mean, looking at, again, back to the videos and stuff. And, of course, on, on, on YouTube now, Rob, you can see yeah, a ton of stuff see, on yeah. this guy. And there's one yeah, really yeah. interesting video, Rob, that, that actually my son picked out. And it was basically every shot that he, he made last year. So not just the yeah. highlights of a player where you see the best yeah. bit, but every shot. Mm. So then you see the good, bad, and the ugly. And, mm. and and kind of like when people suggest that he's a little raw, you absolutely see it in the finishing. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. like that left foot, he scores some great goals, mm. smashed it into the off the crossbar and that, yeah. and, and some lovely finishes. But other times, he's one on one rub, and he's just a little bit 
rush in with his finish. He's not yeah, clinical. Yeah, he's not, yeah. you know, he's not like what Harry Kane goes through and you know he's going to score. Mm. So he's a little bit raw. And that's only to be expected. What is he, 20, yeah. 20 years of age or something? Super, super. He's 20, 20, yeah. Yeah, 20 years of age. And apparently I got, I'm just looking at my notes here. He can um, he can do 100 meters in under 11 seconds, Rob. So yeah, he he's, shift, he's yeah. very, very, very quick. Great left mm. foot. And what I also liked from Sim seeing some of the stuff, the clips, and, and watching a little bit of him is, is he's got a little bit about him, Rob, with his with skill. Yeah, he's got a little yeah. faith. He's got a little move. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, we've been they've been looking for a striker for a long period of time, and maybe Rob, and Man United in the past, they've kind of bought the finished article, haven't they? Well, it's yeah, they could afford to, couldn't they? Yeah, they, yeah. they could afford Van Nistelrooy to. and all yeah. those kind of they, they, top end, top end. Yeah, yeah Andy Cole, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. This is a little different. And I think mm. it's going to be interesting and exciting to see how he looks. Because I think I think okay. Old Trafford, the fans, want to see him early, mate. Yeah, for sure. And if if, if the goals start going in, his confidence grows. Yeah. They're going to love him. Better place, mm. is it? There's no better place. And in some respects, Rob, there's no better manager as well. I like what Tenard's doing. He's, mm. he's moulding this team to, to suit his style, his personality, what he wants. He wants young players who, you know, there's learning, there's still more growth, there's still more potential. He isn't, he isn't necessarily, you know, he's got his Casemiro's um, in the middle of, middle of the park who can dom- dominate the game and, and hold things together. But, you know, apart from that, ahead of there, he, he's got young talent who, who can go, go and make things happen. And I think with them, it's going to be, it's going to be the consistency of results. The, the thing that happened with United, and it's one thing that I wrote down with, with my notes, is Rob. United didn't have had, had, a, had a bad start last season and had to play catch up. And there was just a few games where, when something goes wrong, it, it, it went badly wrong. They, they couldn't. Have, it was like the handbrake couldn't go on. There was something about their setup that wasn't quite right. And, and that's something they've got to they've got to have mm. to learn to address collectively. Mm. You know, when mm. when things just start to go a little bit wrong, how yeah, do they, we? They, they, yeah, being yeah. solid and being hard to play against for a little while, and then we'll get our yeah. football back, back going again. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting, Rob. Just again to, to finalize on this for me, you know, I think it's over four hundred million pounds, Rob. Over yeah. four hundred million pounds mm. spent with Eric Ten Hag as a manager. And if you look at some of the signings, he's basically got a new spine now. There's a new spine yeah, from the goalkeeper yeah. that they've just bought, of course, from from Lissandro Martinez, from Casemiro to Rasmus Hoyland. Yeah. You know, that that's a brand new spine. And I think when you can add in some of the, the ta- talent they've got in the wider areas, I still really like Luke Shaw. Dallow right back, you know, yeah, it's okay, but it's okay. maybe it's not great to come. Um, yeah, maybe it's, maybe it's not great to come. But it's starting the shape. The team is yeah. it's a lot of money now. A lot of money now. Yeah. It's a little bit of time. I think I think we should expect uh, even better things this upcoming season for Manchester United. Okay, my friend, Liverpool, mm. another team who I sort of say my my my, my phrase on, on Liverpool. Maybe Liverpool fans like they almost had a gap year last year. You know when you 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 get. <laughs> Caught up in your education, you, you go away for a year, you kind of let yourself. I kind of felt Liverpool had a gap year last year, you know, 567 points. You, you open league football, which is Thursday night football, which is never great, if, if, you know, when, you, when you're when you pushing for the Premier League and they're going to have to deal with that and the travel and obviously, depending how seriously they take that. But are Liverpool ready for a return to a challenge, Rob, to, to Champions League finish and, and challenging again? It is. Have we seen enough that maybe with Trent going into midfield and working on a different system and a new mm. midfield that's really going to be interesting now with, yep. you know, they've lost uh, Bobby Firmino, 
they've lost Jordan Anderson and they've lost uh, Fabinho. Mm. Fabinho. Three mm. big players, experienced mm. players, a bit like City players who've known what big moments are. It's mm. a very different look in that midfield. You know, the front line, I think, speaks for itself and, and the, yeah. the, the, what that can do. But that midfield and maybe the change with Trent, is that good enough to get Liverpool back in, in amongst it? Well, that, that's, that's it. That's the question. That's the question. Front line, don't need to talk about it. Brilliant, yeah, brilliant yeah. options. Five mm. players that, that can play all across the front line. There's production, assists and goals and pace and everything there. Lo- yeah. Love the front line. Now, the midfield, as you said, is in almost at the end of a, of a total reconstruction. Total. Yeah. Fabinho's gone. Yeah. They're looking for, looking for yeah. the holding player now. Romeo Lavia, of course, from Southampton. They've had Lovely. yeah uh, maybe two... Had another go, haven't they? I've heard today, I think they've had one more go, on not they? 40-odd so million. That, that, that's yeah. desperation. Not desperation, mm-hmm. but that's a... Well, they need that. I mean, I think Curtis yeah. Jones played in preseason in that holding role. Mm. Um, but I absolutely love Alexis McAllister. That that's yeah. and Subasly. This the the, the other will play on the other side of that yeah. midfield for another yeah. big fee there. Uh, I think mm. it was seventy six million dollars from 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 Leipzig. So Leipzig, yeah. you know that that's that's a good looking midfield. The absolute key, and I, I watched a recent preseason game. They lost. Was it? Mm. It was Bayern, wasn't it? Four three. Yeah. I still yeah. worry about them defensively. Now, if this mm. and this this falls on the manager and the football club, Rob, because if if we still see this upcoming season a better midfield and of course yeah. plenty of goals, not worried about goals. Yeah. If they still mm. lose four three and concede a lot of goals, that that has to be addressed now. Now, if yeah. they are going to go with the Trent from which I like from from right back into midfield to play alongside mm. the holding player, pushes um, McAllister and Zobosly on, brilliant, yeah, brilliant, but. Joel Matip doesn't look comfortable in if you say it's a three no, right side, when, yeah, on the right side. Now yeah. Ibrahim Kanate, I think, can do that a lot better. Yeah, you know, he always seems to be a, a little injury or whatever. He's not a consistent mm. blimmin' player alongside new captain Virgil Van Dijk and then uh, Andy Robertson. That's the key for me, Rob. That's the key. I'm assuming they're going to yeah. buy a holding player. So, and I'm I'm kind of assuming that that midfield is gonna is gonna find its way pretty quickly because I I like those the two guys at the moment, but I still worry. I think they're going to be better than, than last season. Yeah. But if they yeah. find a way, if they buy a maybe you have to buy a new right back or maybe another mm. defender to um to give options to that right Deal side because I still yeah. see yeah. goals going in against mm. Liverpool down that side of the field, and it's been going a long time now. So Jurgen Klopp yeah. for me. Come on, let's let's find because this is almost apart from the holding. It's almost the final piece. Let's be stronger yeah, defensively because again. going forward, yeah. you know, we're looking mm. really really There's strong. So there. I think they can go a lot better this year, Robbie. I expect them to bounce back. Yeah, and um, I've had some actually, which is sort of surprised me, but then I didn't think about that much. That Jurgen Klopp's the longest serving Premier League manager now. Is he Rob, in, in the league? Yeah. Well, it's close to Pep, isn't it? I mean, it's very close to Pep. Yeah, but he came before Pep, didn't he? He came just before Pep, yeah. So, um, But yeah, I'm sure they're going to want to bounce back. And as you say, they're going to have to deal with that right-hand side. You know, Trent going in, I think, is a bonus and he gives you so much going forward. But you've got to secure things uh, at the back. Virgil van Dijk, new captain, Rob, that might have a bit of an effect and, you know, boost him again. Obviously, we know he had the the, the, the terrible injury and was not quite at his best last season. But... um, yeah, big season for Liverpool, big season for Jurgen Klopp. All right, my friend, we're get, I'm going to move on to question three. Um, so we took a time on that one. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? 
Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters. Both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Which of the non-Big Six clubs are you most excited about? And, and I think this year we've got a host of, of, of fascinating teams. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start you with Newcastle, Rob, who some might say are part of a big, new Big Seven uh, as such. Newcastle United, fourth last season, playing the, the Premier League season. So we, we spent a bit of time with um, Eddie Howe and, and saw the work and, and that's been done there. Some decent signings coming to the football club, Harvey Barnes. Uh, Sandro Tonali's come in, the midfield player uh, mm. from, from AC Milan, um, as well as obviously getting one or two players fit and um, the likes of Isaac and, and Callum Wilson. Can Newcastle kind of go again, come again with Champions League football, big Wednesday nights, Tuesday nights, the emotion of that? the depth mm. of squad and the way they play, Rob, which is very intense mm. and, and energetic, can can they go again and, and be part of the top four picture? Well, I'm going to, I'm going to bring back, Rob, we've mentioned a couple of times our, our big conference call today. And, uh, yeah, you know, I'm not going to, it was something exactly the same thoughts I had at Peace Jury. Our brilliant commentator yeah. brought up on the call is that Newcastle United, that when the main event was a was a was you know the Premier League games and stuff, they could get yeah, up for that. Yeah, um, it, yeah. And when the main event became the League Cup final, the Premier League took a bit of a hit. And his point basically was the Champions League games now are going to be so amazingly intense and yeah. excited for it that the Premier League might take a hit. And I and I and I really do think that's a valid point, Robin, and something I agree with. And and that would worry me to finish again in the top four. We get onto some predictions a little later in this yeah. podcast, Rob, in the show. But um, I, I, listen, I, I think in Tonali... It worries me less, I've got to say, Rob. And, and i tell you why. Oh, go on then. Because of, uh, the only reason I'd say is, and, and we spent a bit of time around, around Eddie Howe, and there was um, Shea Given and Shola Miobi were ambassadors for Newcastle, and we watched some training. We saw Eddie. He's, he's relentless, mate. He's relentless, he what he he trains at a, at a I mean he he gets himself in training. He's intense with all the players. He's intense with all the coaches. Apparently he he trains and in the evening he gets the tape and watches the training to see how it's gone and what can be done better. And each week he was talking and I, and I did ask him about you know with Champions League and Premier League 
and he said a couple of things. I said, might you have to change your your style? And he went, we won't change our style. That's we are who we are. If anything, more likely we'll change personnel. So I get the sense that he's, he's trying to build a squad, you know, and Libermento's come in and the midfield, he's got good options now. Elliot Anderson started well. Yeah, Tenali, he's got Guimaraes, he's got Joe Ellington. I know, he's got, I know. You know, up front, he's got options on those wide areas. He's got two strikers, Rob, that he yeah. can go one, one midweek in Champions League, one, it can still be big for us in the Premier League. I don't think he, I think he understands what your point, and I'm absolutely not saying it's a bad point that you and Peter make. I think he's, in his head, he's already thinking I can address that. Well, he, he might, yeah. And of course, he'll try and do that, Rob. And of course, the squad is mm. bigger, and I get that. And mm. he will make changes from these different competitions. But there still will be a certain amount of players that will play from the Premier League and then the Champions League. And why I think it, yeah. why I think yeah. it's valid is because just of the way that they play. And you got mm. a sense of that from watching the training and the yeah. intensity. But Newcastle United, for me, last year, looked the strongest, the most physical, the most athletic, the fittest team in the Premier League. And when they're at their very best, they 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 run over the top of other Premier League mm. teams. That's got to be tough to do if you're doing it on a weekend and a midweek and a weekend, Rob. You know, again, I, I, of course there'll be changes and stuff, but, I, yeah. but that, they're, for their, their key, and, and Eddie Howe has said it before, that we're, the, intent, the intensity that they play with yeah. is kind of their thing. And um, when you watch them play, it's, it's so mm. obvious. I just don't know whether you can keep doing that and these different mm-hmm. pods of the, the group stages and the, yeah. the, the knockout yeah. stages and still use that style to win games yeah, in the Premier League to games. get them at a point where they're in the top four because there's so many teams going to be challenging for that. So I think, I still think that that's going to be difficult unless their game evolves a little bit, which you just said that he said he yeah. it's not going to change. So yeah, it, it, I think yeah, it's going to be difficult. Interesting. Yeah. Exciting times. For the great, great times. Really looking forward to, to Newcastle over, over mm. the season. What about Brighton, my friend? Then? And, and, and Roberto De Zerbi, another fascinating um, one-on-one when you, you get to talk to him. A, a brilliant football mind, just just oozes kind of quality and understanding and, and intrigue and tactical nows. Um, European football for them for the first time. Um Depth of squad, I would say, which is reasonably strong. We know they can find players and, and, and you know, they still talk about whether Caicedo will be there. Um, I think it was, uh, didn't they, have the, the, they had a wide player, I think I, I wrote a note down. I think it's a dinger. They call him a young um, yeah. Belgian player who played. Some player, by the way, mate. Another, another find, an absolute another find for this football club. Um, yeah, yeah. How, how will they? How will they deal with Thursday nights and Saturdays and playing the way he wants to play? Well, amazing, by the way. First off, isn't it? The story of Brighton is yeah, amazing. Yeah. Um, why not? Why not? I, I, the way that they play is is almost polar opposite to Newcastle United. It isn't about the yeah. massive energy. It's about it's about tactical cleverness, technical ability, keeping making the, the pitch big. You know, using technical players to be able to do that. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, they've lost Lexus McAllister and also Levi Colwell, Rob. Let's not forget Colwell, yeah. the player that's gone back to Chelsea. Yeah, it was big for them, yeah. Chelsea. Yeah. It's Simon Adingra. Simon Adingra is the Dingra. player. That they, Dingra, another one of those yeah. finds that scored goals in, in the summer series. Um, you know, Evan, still got Evan Ferguson, yeah. still got Enciso uh, yeah. Julio, Enciso. Yeah. That amazing Buena goal. Buenanote. Buenanote, the young kid. The, yeah. I think he's Argentine, that one. Matoma is an interest of Manchester City. So, 
Um, James Milner, Rob, is an interesting kind of experience to bring into mm. the dressing room to help with, it, with the team as well. Sixth place last season, an FA Cup semi-final, a loss on penalties to Manchester United. Brilliant season last year. Um, let's so see. He was sneaky good, by the way. Jao Pedro. Yeah, yeah, in 30 sneaky, million, isn't it? 30 million. Good got. business, mate. Runs in behind, can hold it up, got good strength, football intelligence. Another, I mean, yeah. just fits perfectly with what they do. And Danny Welbeck looks like 25 year old Danny Welbeck. It's incredible, incredible yeah. what they yeah. do. Yeah, so I, I, I can see it continuing. And we've seen this before yeah. then, where they, they lost. You know, Landry Trossard, other other players they've lost to other teams and they still manage to go on and do great things. So I feel like it, it should be harder. And it, 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 in some ways, it should be harder when you lose Alexis yeah. McAllister uh, yeah. and a couple of others. But but I think they'll do it. And I, and I think, you know, how much I'm a fan of this this coach. Everything about him, Rob, the way he speaks, the confidence he speaks with, the way that his yeah. team plays, obviously, is like I absolutely love to see a footballing mm. team that – you know, the wage bill is so much lower than some of the other teams that they can embarrass them with their football. And, and I just think, Rob, if, if the Deserby has another season like last year, there's yeah. no way, there's no way that he doesn't get picked up by some of the other ones that end up being disappointed, you know, surprisingly poor of the big mm. six or seven. I think, you know, maybe some of those might just say, well, hang on a minute, it's one season he's been in the Premier League with Brighton. Let's yeah, see if he can do yeah. it for another season. If he does, which I think he will, yeah, I he think he's going to absolutely will, mate. i got to tell you, so? the, yeah. he absolutely will. It's gone. Speaking to Pascal Gross, um, mm. After one of the games, and just assume, you know, what's it like? And he, and he said, I said, it looks like, you know, it's risky as a midfield play, getting balls. I said, I'd be a bit uncomfortable. And he said, do you know what? He said, it looks risky to you. And he said, when I first did it, but he said, everybody's got a picture of what we're doing. So everybody knows. So he said, not just me, who's receiving or who's making a run is all, are all the important bits that happen around the way they build out of the back. And, and it, it, when you see it working, it, it's... It's, it's it's a thing of beauty, mate. It's an mm. absolute mm. thing of beauty. How, how, how he's mm. got them, um, and 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 long may it continue. And 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 the other thing I got the sense with Deserby, and again, listen, talking you, you you're in his company for a little while. I don't think he's in a rush to go anywhere else, mate. At yeah. this time, okay. I think he's quite enjoying what he's doing with mm. this group and with this mm. the, these players. And he was he was a bit like Caicedo ends up going. We'll get our money and we'll find yeah. another one and we'll we'll, we'll go again. Yeah, no, it's, that's great. And it's great to hear. Yeah, yeah. It's great to hear. They're not, he's they're not just going to run to a bit, you know, the first big club that flutters their eye, eyelashes. Mm. I think mm. he's one of them who's, who's going to run off. So it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be really interesting mm. that. Okay, my friend, I'm going to ask you uh, about a guy who I think we, we started to admire in the second half season. Unai Emre in Aston Villa. Another non big six team, but. Exciting times ahead, I, I, I sense. Yeah, again, another another team that I think's had a really good window. Pau Torres, mm. centre back. Remember, yeah. watched him play for Spain in the in the Olympic Games. Been a been a very very good player uh, for Villarreal. Um, Yuri Tillemans on a free transfer from Leicester City. Musa Diaby, the winger from Bayer Leverkusen, yeah, that, that's good, very good very business. well respected, regarded. Um, he's already scored, I think, for them in pre season. Yeah, uh, it, it's it's another good window to add to. A brilliant season last year. Um, there's talk as well about Tyler Adams is uh, being a target for man for, for Aston Villa. Also, by the way, Chelsea in terms of his, yeah, Chelsea, apparently he's yeah. got a he's got a release clause in his 20 contract. Million. United. What, 20, 20 million, I've heard, twenty million. I've heard thirty-five million. So mm. yeah, I don't know what it is, but it's it still, yeah. you know, I feel about him that that's going to be a, a good buy for somebody. 
Um, mm. I mean, the pro- progress they made last year after Stephen Jarrett was pretty pretty remarkable. And, and I have got no reason what, why they can't continue in a similar way. Good signings, good signings. I think yeah. Yuri Tillemans, Rob, you know, he, he disappointed a Brilliant. little bit towards the end yeah. of his... But yeah. he's, a, he's a good footballer. He's a creative and he's a clever player that can add some quality, whether it's the, the passing, the score, yeah. the, the shots from yeah. distance. He can do a bit of everything, really, can't he? Yeah. He, can, he can dig it out. He can pass the ball. He can score. John McGinn sort of said to me when I was there, I was asking him about, about a couple of players, said, when you, when you train with Tielemans, you realise, actually, he's even better than you think. Right, you know, yeah, he's one of those. I think you see, the more you see him, the more you go, "Wow, he he can do a bit of everything." Um, and so, yeah, they're they're going to be exciting to watch. And and Unai Emery's got his, his style of play, building out the back. Got players who look completely, you know, the McGins, the the, the Mings, the the, the Cashes, people playing. At, at Watkins looks a whole different player, and Watkins and Diaby as a as a front two with a bit of pace in mind could, could be a, a, a big mm. threat for, for Aston Villa. Yeah, I just think another thing just to note that, uh, you know, in June, they um, there was a change in the hierarchy, Rob. And Christian Perslow, yeah, that, that we know, that's right, yeah. uh, left the football club feeling that his influence on, on signings was a little less. And it's Monkey. Is it Monkey or Monchi? Yeah, who, yeah, who he's worked president. with in Spain, isn't he? He worked with in Spain and they had great success yeah. at Sevilla, bringing players in. Yeah. They won European titles, or Europa League titles on the back of that. He's president of football operations now, this Monkey. And, I, and I, there's been... Mm talk about him going to different clubs. So that's another, I, I say small piece, but probably an important piece that's worked yeah. with Emery, Emery before. You know, the club is is joined up thinking, isn't it? And we'll Absolutely. get to, we'll yeah. probably get to West Ham later on, Rob, in terms of director of football and, and coach mm. not being on the same page. These two obviously will be, and the club Absolutely. continues to make progress, make good signings, and they, they can push on. Seventh last year, I think it was, Rob, with 61 points. Mm. Um Huh, they're going to be they're going to be pushing to finish higher than that this next season. So it continues for me to be to be good news, good stories, good feel, good vibe about Aston Villa. To be teams with European football, Newcastle Champions League, Brighton in Europa, uh, Aston mm. Villa's Europa Conference League. But yeah, exciting times ahead, and I still think all three will be um, pushing on yep. in, the, in the Premier League as well. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters. Both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. I'm going to go to question four, Mr. Muslim. I think this is probably one of the toughest questions uh, of the league. In I want to point to two clubs who we've not talked of as contenders um, at this stage for a title. Um, they're not the, two, the, the, the teams who we say are we most excited to watch. I'm talking about Tottenham and Chelsea. And I kind of want to get your sense on who's got the tougher rebuilding job. As we stand right now, as we are, and we know things might happen in the window, but as we stand right now, who's got the bigger rebuilding job? Postacoglu? Or Pochettino? Pochettino. Chelsea. Chelsea's a bigger job. Harder job. Tougher job. Bigger, m- more of a change, Rob. 
It's, 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 this is going to be. A, this is going to be all right. I'll, I'll let you have your say in a second. Yeah. This, this is going to be a brand new team with a brand new manager that that they've sold. A, 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 if you could put the amount of players they've sold, a pretty good team together for Chelsea, who they've got rid of Poch. But for you whatever reason. Poch, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, Chelsea and the clubs. The yeah. clubs. They've a mass exodus of players out of Chelsea. Yeah. Maybe it happens, yeah. had to happen, and and, mm. and more young players that were like, oh. Who's that? Um, um, yeah, you having to do research on some of the signings again. So they are they they for me are the biggest. I, I have an unknown quantity, Rob. All I know is <laughs> mm. this, and I'll say this mm. about both of these clubs, and we'll get onto Spurs in a second. I still yeah. feel that these two clubs have got good managers in place. That yeah. the both sets of fans are going to see improvement. I mean, it's tough not yeah. to, given you know, the latter part of last year. But I kind of, I like which way the club have decided to go, particularly Pochettino with this project, with his experience, with how comfortable he is in this, in this, um, this, this league and, and developing younger players. Yeah. I, I think that's going to be exciting. I think Chelsea, and that's why I go back to your question, I still think Chelsea will take longer to find their best Chelsea Um and I think it's a tougher job because of that, Rob. More change, more young players that we're not really sure yet whether they're mm. good enough to be effective, not just to play in the Premier League, to be really effective yeah. players in this league given some of the fees that were paid. So I think Chelsea is a tougher and a, and a bigger job to get them to where they ultimately well, want to be. But, but, but isn't this job... In, in, in a, I totally agree with what you're saying and, and, uh, and I, can't, I have no argument in that. But isn't this job kind of... Pochettino's MO. Isn't this his thing? Isn't this what he did when he came to Spurs? When he bought Deli yeah. when he bought yeah. Harry Kane, when he had Dembele, when he had Rose at one in, in uh, but, but less change, Rob, wasn't there? There was less change there with personnel um, when he was Yeah, there was, but I don't think I, I, I got the sense, I get the sense that he's enjoying this young project. A bit like Ken Hogg, you're yeah. saying it. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I think he's enjoying it. I think he, he'll mould and I think you know, I think there's going to be more money at Chelsea than there's going to be at, at Spurs. Uh, I think they'll back him in the right way if they feel he's going in the right direction. Uh, I think this young talent that's needed at this football club because it's gone it's gone stale at Chelsea. The whole thing was stale. Too many players, similar players, mm. want to come in field, want to do their thing. I just think he uh, they're fitter, Rob, than, than I've seen him. Uh, ben Chilwell looks like. A million dollars, mate. He, he, he looked a million dollars running up and down the, the thing in pre-season. He's gotten fit back where they want to be. He's got a bit of hunger again. There's a couple of, mm. of instances and a couple of goals where you see three, four players sliding and trying to score goals. Chelsea, that, that wasn't the Chelsea we've seen in the last two, 18 months, two years. There's a bit of a buzz again around the football club. Like, we know with Chelsea, there's a bit of swagger when things are going well, and that's important to the football club. I get a sense there's a little bit of that, not not quite at the top levels again, but there's a little bit of that. Like, people are starting to enjoy it. They're starting to, you know, push their shoulders back with Chelsea again. I just, I don't know. I, I feel the other way. I think he could, if he can keep the momentum going, it all's potential. And it's young players who we don't know. Some of them, what their, their mm. you know, their end game's mm. going to be. Mm. I think this uh, Disarcy, isn't it? They bought in the, the French another defender. defender. Yeah, it's another good bit of business for them. When, when they get people fit and they start to piece it together, I kind of like what I'm seeing with, with mm. Chelsea. Yeah, I'm not saying I don't like what I see, Rob. I'm just saying yeah. that in terms you of an unknown, like you think I mean, it's a tough job. 
I think Spurs is tougher. I think Poster Coggle going in at Spurs, mm. the Harry Kane thing is is incredible, and, and I'm sure you you can talk about that. What how that's all going to play out? I think trying to change a style in a way that a team have played where they haven't had the ball for the last two or three years with managers who wanted them to be pragmatic, sit back, win the ball, counter-attack. This guy wants him on the ball, wants mm. to play, wants to build mm. up, wants mm. control of the football. Mm. I think that's going to change a few. I mean, mm. Sonny's getting no younger. Mm. Harry, we don't know if he'll be there. Um I just think oh, I, I, I'm not sure with the Chelsea one. I've got to be honest. I think there's I think yeah. there's a lot of work to do. Yeah, the, the only thing. So where I differ from you there, Rob, is that. And by the way, you said it at the start of this little chat is that we're taking yeah. it from right now. And right now, yeah. Harry Kane yeah. is a is a Spurs player. Correct. I just yeah. I just look at the lineup, Rob, and I know what I'm going to get from Harry Kane. I know what I'm going to get from Kulusevski, who had maybe had a drop off last year, but he's a good yeah. footballer. I know yeah, pretty yeah. much Hyunmin Son in a, in a team that wants the ball for a change and is proactive in trying to attack. I know what yeah. he can do. I absolutely love the signing of James Madison. I think he's going to have yeah. an outstanding Going season. Forward. Brilliant, brilliant footballer. Technical quality is amazing. Question marks about yeah. the central midfield. New goalkeeper yeah. in Vicario. Vicario. Well, um, defence. Yeah. Centre defence again. Yeah, you know, centre defence is a concern. Yeah. He's got this Mickey van der Ven, hasn't he? He's just signed this, yeah, this player from Ajax. Massive young boy, left right. side. So if you yeah. play alongside Christian Romero, can be a little bit rash. You know, you've got options at right back. Maybe not great options. You've got this, the mm. kid that came back from loan. Um, I can't remember his name now. At left back for them that wants to get forward. So it just, I just, I feel like I know a bit more what to expect from the players that are on Spurs right now. Again, if Spurs, yeah. if, if Kane goes, let's just tear that all up and start again. But 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 yeah. right now. Um, mm. You know, I feel like, and I really like what the manager's saying. I've watched all his yeah, press conferences. Him, yeah. I've spoke about, Confident. I've spoke to for, 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 uh, friends I have that were, were Celtic fans and what he did there and all before that. Yeah. He's, he has been yeah. successful, very successful, every single coaching job he's had. Granted, this jump up is a big jump and he's never managed, a, you know, that old chestnut yeah, of the top of course, five yeah. European yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like how he's talking. I think the players are enjoying the, the style, Rob. It is going to be about pressing, about attack. Yeah. He wants every player to pass the ball forward, to look forward, to run forward. He wants to play out from the back. He wants what the Spurs fans want. And to your point, Rob, yeah, it, it might be a difficult transition to, to make that work and to get wins and results. But pre-seasons look pretty good. Um, I just hope that Harry Kane stays, Rob, and, and, and maybe now we should just touch on this this story, this saga. Um, yeah. You know, what Daniel Levy's trying to get or not trying to get, what Bayern Munich think they can pay to get him. Let, let, let me hear your take on Harry Kane before I, I come back. Well, my, my, my first take is... He's handled himself and it impeccably. He's gone on about his business. Rob's still scoring goals in pre-season. Yeah. Never yeah. said a word. But it's basically said, if the football club wanna, will let want to cash in on me, I'll be happy to talk to the football club and see, uh, and see if I can arrange a deal. If not, I'll go on with the business. Uh, so he's handled himself in, impeccably. From the club's point of view, again, today I'm hearing it was a last and final offer by, uh, by Munich that's yeah. been uh, refused. But rumours are that Munich will come with a little bit more because that's the way they do the business and whether he's, he's, there's going to be another another go or not. Apparently Keynes said as well, again, I was listening to a bit of um, local news over here in the UK, that his wife's due a baby soon. Yeah. So he wants it sorting out. Mm. Basically, Shelley wants it sorting out this week 
so they know where they are with, with, the, with the birth of his child. Um, it's a game. It, it, it's a club changer. We have game changer. It's a club changer. Harry Kane and that Spurs team have a chance of finishing in the top four if things go really well. Yeah, they have a yeah, chance just, of finishing just, in the top four. Harry yeah. Kane not in that team. They 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 have no, no chance of getting in the top four. Mm. They they struggle to get maybe in the top six. Mm. Just on the move, Rob. Right, I'm just trying to get into the head of, of Harry Kane here. Yeah. Now, yeah. Let, let me say how, how I feel about this. I feel like, for whatever reason, well, we, I, Daniel Levy does not want to sell Harry Kane to a direct competitor, right? Which no, is what, which no. is what Harry Kane would probably most dearly like. Now, we all know that Harry Kane's contract ends in 12 months. So if he refuses the Bayern Munich offer, which is a big offer, yeah. and it sounds yeah. like, by the way, that he, he, he fancies that move. And yeah, yeah, he might win a Bundesliga title. Mm. Um, you know, uh, uh, maybe yeah. he's, he's got a chance of winning the Champions League, which is all, yeah. of course, really, really important. I don't know, his salary mm. probably doubles, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, but yeah. why doesn't he just stay where he is for 12 months, see the new yeah. project, and in 12 yeah. months' time, if it hasn't gone amazingly great and he wants to move on, he will have his pick mm. of wherever he wants to go. And he's wow. still scoring goals towards the Alan Shearer, 260 Premier League goals record. Yeah. He's going to get closer to that. And in 12 months, he can go wherever he wants. It's not as though Harry Kane is a player that doesn't look after himself for and it doesn't keep himself fit. So in another year's yeah. time, he's not still going to be scoring goals. I don't get why he might contemplate leaving for Bayern Munich right now. Um, well, I, I think I get the sense he's saying almost like, because you know, we don't know from Kane. I think he's saying that, you know, if the money's right and the club get what they want and I talk and they give me what I want, then I go and win and I win a, a Bundesliga title and I get maybe quarterfinals, semifinals of, of the Champions League. I don't know. The, the alternative, and, and I think is more the point, Rob, if he doesn't go anyway, he sits here for 12, in 12 months, by the way, he'll yeah. pick, he can pick any team in Europe. I know. Include, I know. Real, Madrid and, uh, I know. include Real Madrid and Barcelona yeah. in that as Anybody. well, by the way. And, and yeah, I, the top clubs in, in the UK. A Man City might go and, and, of and, and take him up. United would, would, would jump at it. And why, would, and why wouldn't Daniel Levy, Rob? Again, I, I mean... There's obviously stuff that we don't know about this, but yeah, yeah. that hundred million, whatever it is, pounds, euros offer, right? That That's going to be zero in 12 months' time. Yeah, why? You please yeah. answer me the question. Why does Daniel Levy, Daniel Levy not say, um, yeah, that's kind of a lot of money. Uh, it's yeah. not a direct rival. Yeah. We're kind of happy. Yeah. Here you go, Harry. Yeah. You want to move? Yeah. I, he's still refusing that money. Well, there seems to be something about the personality that he he, he, he always wants every last inch of the deal. It's his a risk, way. isn't it? It's, it's a, a massive risk. risk. It's a massive risk. It's a lot of um, money. It's a lot of money for the football club. It also doesn't help in terms of, you know, thinking about replacements. You know, you, you let him go next next season, Rob. You, 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 you lose 30 goals, guaranteed, and, and you've got to go and find somebody and pay extra money that, that you've not got. So, mm. I mean, it's a crazy mm. situation. It must be a nightmare for mm. Postacoglu coming in as a new manager, wanting to yeah, play. he's handled it style, well. He's handled it well, though. Brilliantly. Handled it brilliantly mm. and, and fair play to him. And that's why he's an experienced manager and that's why he, he's got the job. And you know, we're hoping he starts well. But mm. um, going to be an interesting story. We'll mm. see, obviously, what happens between now and the end of August with that one. Okay, mate, just before we, we start to wrap things up and we'll, we'll get to... 
our kind of uh, thoughts on top and bottom of, of the table. Let's, let's just have a quick word on um, the three promoted teams because um, mm. three Last very question. different teams. Yeah. Last question. How will the newly promoted teams fare in the Premier League this season? Let's start with the champions, Burnley. First in the championship, 101 points under Vincent Company. A very different Burnley than we saw under Sean Dyche. Much more possession-based, much more proactive with the ball, um, much more comfortable through through their build-up. Does some of that have to change? I, I know Burnley played Man City, who they, they're playing in, in, in the first game on Friday night at, at Turf Moor. In the, I think it was the FA Cup last season, got beat six. Is, is there a bit of changing some of what you did in the Championship to, to give yourself a chance in the, in the Premier League, Rob? Or I was thinking about, interestingly, Fulham. And I thought, Fulham came up out of the Championship. Last mm. season, Fulham... Mm. didn't particularly change. Of no. course, they were a little bit harder to play against. I thought their organisation was good, but they didn't mm. all have the ball at times and, and, and mm. play and, and want to build up. And I wonder, could, could, do you think this Burnley team could do something similar? I don't think, I don't think they'll have the success that Fulham had, Rob. Um, I do think that they will stick to their principles. I think they have to yeah. now. I mean, and, and a remarkable job, Rob, a remarkable mm. job by Vincent Company. I don't think, well, I almost know we're not having this conversation. We're not talking about Burnley going into a Premier League season without that appointment of Vincent Company. Brilliant, brilliant job. Still very young manager, Rob. Only a few seasons doing the coaching part. I do think, apart from the team, it's an it's a incredible step up for Vincent Company for yeah. the decisions that he's got to make, for the teams he's got to pick, for the managers and the coaches and the smartest guys in the game working in the Premier League, he's got to come up against and figure out ways with his football or with his defensive yeah. mouse to get results. It's an incredible step up for him as a manager, which I can't wait to see. You know, it's yeah. one thing to find a way to, to, to beat some of the championship sides and to play some football and, and out-possess yeah. and... But then to bring that into the Premier League, mm. you know, with some of the bright minds and that, that's another level. Uh, importantly, Rob, for me at the moment, they've lost a couple of important players. Nathan Taller was their yeah, top went back from Southampton on mm. loan, has gone back there. And Ian yeah. Matson that, that you saw in the yeah, same series just, Chelsea. Yeah, Chelsea, was an important lovely player. player as well. yeah. They have yeah. made sign-ins. Um, the new goalkeeper, James Travers. Just from, today, from mate, and I know you'll like this yeah. one. They are close to signing Sander Berger. Yeah, from like Sheffield United. Yeah, yeah I saw they, that. they're close to doing that business Are today. I, I heard. Yeah, yeah, good player, good physicality, mm. good on the ball. Surprised yeah. he ended up staying with Sheffield United. Thought he might have got a Premier League move. Um, so I, I just think it's going to be great to see them. We're going to get them first time. We're going to be pitch yeah. side at Turf Moor on the yeah. first Friday. Uh, actually, Friday this week. Amazing. I think it's Friday. Yeah, yeah. UK and do that again. So James really... James Trafford in goal, isn't he? The the yeah, he's going to be. He's one who, of them. Who's... He's confident on yeah, the ball. Plays he's out, out of the ball. Box. He's going to be that sort of style. So fascinating, fascinating. Um, yeah. And well done the club, by the way. I tell you what, absolutely. I, I I remember saying, if Burnley go down, we ain't, we ain't going to see him for for many a seasons. Mm. Wow, yeah. you make the right appointment. Yeah. Chairman, the manner, yeah. and I didn't see this coming. Wow, they've bounced back in what, style. Uh, Yeah, the chairman, Alan Pace, who's going to come yeah. to our desk, I think, with uh, yeah. sitting uh, on JJ Watt, hopefully, on, on yeah. Uh, Friday. So, yeah, we'll get a chance to speak to him. And it's interesting, Robbie, you know, a point I, I was just looking in uh, at their form, 101 points uh, in the championship, yeah, dominated. Lost one game at home last season, at the 26th. Mm. Lost one game at home, which mm. they're going to need that kind of... Uh, yeah. To, to, to give themselves a chance because you're going to go as you say 
there's some clever coaches, there's some really good players, and they're going to be going, you know, away to some grounds where it's going to be difficult. Mm. You might not see the ball at times. Mm. They get teams at Turf Moor. It's so important that they uh, yeah. make that a bit of a fortress to give themselves mm. a chance. Okay, mate, let's let's talk about Sheffield United because um, we saw them come up under Paul Heckenbottom. Doing a good job. Uh, solid 3-4-3 system. That's the way he, he, he wants his team to play. Um, well organised, quite compact. I did a little bit of looking, watching a little, few of the games and a few of the highlights, seeing a little bit of pre-season with them. Um what, what what are the chances of, of Sheffield United doing? Like last time they came up with Chris Wilder, remember they they finished Great. ninth in the league, yeah. had the overlapping centers, yeah. centre backs to three, and, and caused some problems and got goals uh, without having a really main main striker. They, everybody was chipping him with goals mm. for, around the pitch. Where do you see them this time, Rob? I think it's going to be difficult, Rob. You know, Ken, we, we always look at the teams that come up and we yeah. and we see what they've got. How do they do? Like for Burnley, it's 101 points. You know, they, that's that's very... So it's, it's the basis of a very good team. Sheffield United finished second in the Championship last year. They yeah. come up. They lose, um, I believe, their top goal scorer of last year. Players gone to Marseille in Jai for $20 million. Yeah. And that's his boyhood yeah. club. And, the, and, and Sheffield United and Heckenbottom has said, like, we kind of get it. He wanted to go back to that club. Um, yeah. Benny Chayori is a 20-year-old striker Chayori, yeah. from the Swedish league, Rob. That, that's mm. super young, but but maybe got, can got maybe he's got the, goals, the upside yeah. to be able to play in the Premier League because you don't really know for for many many players. You can have Oliver yeah. McBurney, Rob, Rian Brewster, yeah. the same kind of. I just worry: yeah. is there enough quality and goals in this team to to be able to keep away from the relegation yeah. zone? And I don't yeah. know. You know, I really don't know that they've got enough. Of course, there's a little bit of time left in the window. If they're going to mm. sell Sander Berger, Rob, one of their better players, yeah. um, I, I think that, that I don't know. It doesn't look like at the moment they're going to spend a ton of money to try yeah. and stay in the division. And that's something, Rob, that maybe is a, a mm. chat for another day, whether, yeah. you know, that gap of staying in the yeah. league and what you need You've to You've got to give yourself a chance, haven't you? Got to give yourself got, a chance. But it's hard, it's hard to commit the money yeah. to then yeah. to go down and... I don't know. So I, I, I fear for mm. Sheffield United is one of those that have that have come up. What about yeah. you? Get, get the sense. No, I, I'm similar and, and, and just get the sense that they're just going to have to be very good without the ball, mate. At times, they're not going to be in possession. Yeah, they're going to be hard to yeah. play against and grind some out. And we'll have some good days. And we know the fans that, um, will get behind them in their home games and they'll have an atmosphere. And, you know, the big boys will go and they'll enjoy that. But just hope they don't get off to a bad start and it, and it starts to, you know, affect players and a little bit of confidence. Um, mm. But listen, we, 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 we saw last, last season, uh, three teams stay up, mate. And, and we thought that, you know, that they'd like to, uh, Bournemouth and, and Forest we, we, we wouldn't make it and Fulham all, all stayed up. So listen, they're, they're in with a fighting chance and, and fair play to Paul Heckenbottom. You know, he went down, he, he got his head down, he's built a, a, a solid team. Whether they're going to be good enough to 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 um, see, stay in the Premier League, we will wait and see. And then the the, the third team, mate, is is almost like the, this fairy tale, isn't it? it, it it's it's Luton Town. It's Rob Edwards, the coach. Um, they they've gone from almost being out of business and and down at the at the foot of the uh, football pyramid to finding themselves in the Premier League, winning the playoffs against Coventry. We've all seen the pictures of the stadium. We've all seen the pictures of, mm. of the ground and how small and what it's going to be. Mm. Can two things on this one, Rob, for me, and I was thinking about it, I was just doing <clears throat> game 
doing a little bit of research, looking at Luton, looking at the way they play. They like to be kind of um, five at the back, five, three, two, but they get, you know, people into midfield, try and make things happen at, at the top end of the pitch. Rob Edwards got a very good kind of CV, well respected mm. in the game. He was the guy who went to Watford for a few weeks and they got rid of him um, and ended up at Luton and, and ended up, you know, uh, taking Luton in, into the Premier League. Two things that, that kind of, I wouldn't say bugged me, but it's interesting with the, have they at times got to get a little bit away from the little Luton? Oh, it's little Luton, the fairy tale. Here they come. Let's play Luton. No, they got beat, but it's little Luton. Is there a little bit of that that's got to be like, okay, we, we, we have that, but you, as a player, Rob, I wouldn't like that. I've got to be honest. I, I understand why we're being named and, you know, we, there's going to be the comparisons and how much money and how many crowds. But at the end of the day, now we're in the Premier League. We're a Premier League football club for one season. Mm. I, 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 I don't want to be always known as Little Luton. I, I, I hear that, Rob, but, but I mean, God, blimey, given you that the way that you think about it, I mean, you, you of course, love the story here. Yeah, and oh, the romantic the notion of this club well, this, that. But the story could, could can work against you because you well, get all know. that coy. I, I think you can use Luton. it, Rob. I think you can. I feel it can use it. Like right now, mm. this first season, I think you can use it, little old Luke. When we were Wimbledon, we used it. We, we, yeah, we but... were little Wimbledon, but we weren't little Wimbledon. No, we were little Wimbledon. No, we've got BEO. We got this. Oh, little Wimbledon corner. We were little Wimbledon, but we're we're, we're punching, mate. We're, we're going to well, punch I, above I our weight. I way. think they will punch. I think they will punch. Good. You worried? Good. You worried? That's my point. Right. right, that's my point. That they don't get caught into the little Luton thing and right. and, and stop and not being, being as, as yeah competitive as they need as they need to be. Give themselves a chance. Yeah, yeah, and I think I think they will, Rob. I think they will. Good. You said about Good. the system. I watched a few games, and those yeah. wing backs get forward. They swing balls in mm. there. They're pre-directed time in Luton Town. They've got these two forwards. Yeah. We talked about Carlton Morris and Adebayo, the two centre forwards that can yeah. play. Yeah. Adebayo can play. Mm. He's a young, tall striker. He's yeah. Mark He runs into the channel. He's got a little mix by the way as well. Danger set piece to you. Yeah. So you know they've it's they've beautiful. done a little bit in the market. Uh, and yeah. what's a good story, Rob? I'm just, I, I just read this morning. Pelle Ruddick and Panza has just signed a, a contract extension. He's been there since 2013. He's the only yeah. player, I think, that's, that's had four promotions. The, Again, yeah. they went to the, the yeah. from non-league, promotion, promotion, promotion Absolutely. into the Premier League. It's amazing, Rob, yeah. to think that when we started yeah. our coverage with NBC, with this Premier League, <laughs> yeah. they were a non-league team. They were yeah, a non-league it's team. It's a good shout. Yeah, it's really we've good done shout. it. They've they've yeah. come all the way up to the Premier League. It's an amazing mm. story, and there's yeah. and, and, and that's team. what's great about English football, isn't it? That there right there is what's great that's about it. English football. Yeah, and there's there's a video out there, Rob, and I just mentioned this. I watched it this morning doing my little workout in my basement. There's a video, and I think it's called "The Fall and Rise of Luton Town." It's just been released. I think it might be on the NBC Sports Soccer YouTube channel, and it's yeah. like a I think it's an 11 minute clip of kind of their story. And where they went to, and thirty mm. points deducted to relegate them to the non-league, yeah. and and all the problems, and 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 Big MacArthur saying that I thought the club mm. was done, thought we were absolutely done. It is an astonishing story that yeah. I'm sure we will tell over this sort um, the season cool. to come. But when we see, you know, Kenilworth Road, the Kenny as they call it, is getting mm. is getting some work done to try and bring it up to a Premier League standard. I yeah. think it's two. It's just over 10,000 seats that it was. Maybe that would change. Mm. But, you know, I, I'm not looking too much further than what an unbelievable story. The way that they play, the two strikers, the direct nature yeah. of it. Um, 
I think it's, and this player that's been there from, from 13 to now, he's just signed a new deal and Panza can play at the back or in midfield. Mm. I think it's an astonishing story. And I give him a chance, Rob. I give him a chance to stay in yeah, the division. Good. Just everybody on yeah. the same page. Uh, maybe yeah. you're right. Maybe they, they, have, they haven't got to be timid about it and be, be, be mm. oh, look at you know the, these stadiums and these players. Yeah, and be in awe of right. all the big players. Yeah. Get in there and, and, and give it a go. They, they deserve it. They've earned it. And uh, yeah, they're going to be a great addition. They're going to be a great addition to the Premier League. So much looking yeah. forward to, yeah. to them. And, and, all, you know, and all the two teams have come up with different styles, different managers, different ways of doing it. But, yeah. you know, we saw all three stay up last year. Who, who's to say that we didn't this year? There's, there's one or two teams, yeah. Rob, who, who were sitting above, who were in that league, who were well, in great shape, so, what, listen, one or two others. I know we're going to wrap up, Rob, in a second, right, with some predictions. Yeah. But I just feel like, just to the format here, let's just chuck in a few honourable mentions here. That, yeah, you know, I've, people, I've, I've got myself. Yeah, we've got to quickly talk at West Ham. I feel we've got to quickly, Ham, quickly yeah. talk Everton. But, but West Ham, Rob, we've, we've no... I think today, Edson... Alvarez is is the Mexican defensive midfield player that might have signed Rob as their first signing for West Ham United. Is there going to be trouble for David Moyes this year? Yeah, yeah, there there is, mate. I'm I'm, I'm afraid. And brilliant scenes, a brilliant night in Europe. Uh, We saw the celebration. We saw what it meant to that football club to lift the trophy for for all those years. But I think these difficult times ahead. And and partly, Rob, and and I, I I hope I'm wrong, but partly looks like they're almost going like, he's not our guy. He's not the one we're going to really back. So let's, we'll, we'll start, let's get going. And then if things don't go well, the inevitable will happen. And then when we get our guy, Graham Potter, Thomas Frank, chucking random names as though, but when we get that guy, then we'll support him. And then we'll, 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 we'll do it. It just looks to me like, it's a matter of time He's before they to fail. He's been set up to fail. It looks like to me, yeah, it, it's, it, it, it's going to be set up to See, Skamaka's just gone, hasn't he, today? That, that bit of business. I mean, not that he's scoring that particularly goals and it was a great move. And you can look at David Moyes and say he's struggled to find a centre-forward. He mm. still has to go back to Antonio and the likes. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I can't see too much good news coming out of West Ham in the early part of the season, I've got to be honest. Well, digging around, Rob, these last couple of days, and there, there is a new technical director at West Ham United. It's a guy called yeah. Tim Stainton, um, and he is a German, and he's looking at a different pool of players than David Moyes. And if, yeah. we've talked about this before. Director of football and coach have got to be on the same page. They've got to work well together. David Moyes reportedly wants proven Premier League players. And the amount of players yeah. they've missed out on, Robert West Ham United, is, is yeah. pretty pretty yeah. amazing, actually. You know, what, what George, James Ward-Prowse is a good a good example of yeah. somebody that, that he wants to bring in. Uh, I think there's a Maguire. I think it was Joao Pelina is another player that's Maguire, missed so many. And, uh, yeah. McTominay. McTominay. Uh, McTominay. One, so Moyes yeah. wants proven players in, this, in yeah. this league. And the new guy, the new director, kind of, kind of wants younger European he doesn't know that market so well he wants you yeah, different yeah. So there's a conflict right there and that's got yeah. to be the reason why they are struggling with the season starting in five or six days mm. to bring anybody in yeah, one player in, they brought yeah. in with all that money burning a hole in their pocket from from Declan Rice so that's just just a quick you know yeah, just, just yeah one, one to keep an eye on isn't it just yeah. uh, you know first 10 games of the season things don't go well what about yeah. Everton my friend and um Sean Dutch I mean we're there last day of the season hmm uh, Decore with a beautiful strike that, that keeps them up, that there's a relief, that there's a chance. And, that you know, the fans we're talking to and saying, you know, it's two years on the run, we can't do this anymore. And I look at 
lack of business again, Rob. Lack of depth of quality. You know, this this squad has one or two injuries. If Calvert Lewin goes down again, and, and, and he is, you know, he's not he's not having a full preseason, Rob. He's not. Yeah, he's not Demari Gray's looking to get out. They're talking about him going to Fulham. They sold Ellie Sims to Coventry. I mean, Sean Dutch, as hard he can work and as as much as he can try and get this organised, it looks like another tough another tough term for for Everton, mate. Yeah, Dominic Calvert-Lewin is, is the one that's like I I, I don't I don't know the, the the details of his injury, Rob, mm. or injuries he's had. I know he's had a hamstring, and yeah, but, but you know, again, I'm reading that in preseason they have to nursing him through from his injury for his rehab. Yeah. He's got a special like, well, know, he's not reliable. Is your is your let's go to your favorite word, man? No, he's not durable. Durable. Yeah. He's yeah. a durable like, word. Like we it? we know, Rob, right? And we can say this on this this podcast. We know yeah. the importance of a full preseason. And yeah. I'll say it every single when I when I had a full preseason, I didn't miss a, a day mm. or in the get. I I, I, I went on to a, a good strong season. season didn't it, you? Yeah. It's such a big foundation, and, and mm. reading that Dominic Cavalloon is not in, engaging in a full preseason is a concern. Yeah. Arnott Danjuma, the guy they tried to get by before from Villarreal, they finally got yeah. him. He was at Spurs last year on loan. That that's someone to that mm, maybe produce yeah, from a wider a area. Uh, okay, yeah. Ashley Young. I mean, Ashley Young's a free transfer from Aston Villa. Yeah. I mean, I, it's, it's yeah, maybe it's decent business. Yeah, decent it's decent. Business. But but as you said, back to the window. Mm. You know, if you're an Everton fan, you, you you're like you, you, you're disappointed that that. Mm. I know the financial fair play issues obviously continue. Uh, there's been board change, Rob. I think f- three of the board directors, with all that, the stick about yeah. the directors have left mm. the club. So there's still good stuff going on. Uh, outside of the the stadium, if you like, in, in the background, they still got to sort out the new stadium. Apparently, it's going yeah. to be now for the back end of twenty twenty four. So maybe the start of next season, they won't oh, so be in next it. season. Yeah, um, yeah. So, but but if there's one guy in, in you know in that club that can make a difference, it's Sean Dyche. And I and, yeah. I, and, and I he gets on with it, doesn't he? I to be fair, I still like. think they'll mm. be okay while yeah. he's there, and yeah. you know we'll see what they More can do in, in the last things. few weeks of the window. And the last one, Rob, oh, I think. Should... Yeah, yeah, let oh, me just... I've, I've just had a couple of go other on, ones, but go on. You, you, no, I was going to chuck, chuck in Wolves. Um, Lopez yeah. I'm, mm. I'm Basically, reports say yeah. he's, he's threatening to walk out the club. Yeah, based on... I'm a bit worried about them. Yeah, I'm a little bit worried about them. Yeah, there's financial fair play, players going out the door, no real bringing players in, not what he was, you know, not what he was sold is when, it, when he came in. Obviously, quality manager, mm. Good operator, and he must be thinking like, mm, "This isn't doing his reputation any good." Mm. Yeah, that's right. And and you know, Ruben Neves, midfield player, going. Yeah. Jean Moutinho yeah. being released. Rob, that's your centre midfield that's been pretty good over the last few years. You got you got to get a whole different centre forward. Raúl Jiménez, yeah, maybe he hasn't been in the best form. Uh, he he's left the football club. Nathan Collins left the club as well. And you know, without I think Fabio Silva, Rob is going to come back from loan. Fabio yeah, Silva, he's the back in. He's back in. Loan. I saw him playing in a friendly. Played in a yeah, friendly. At the I weekend. think he's been yeah. away on loan and yeah, elect and yeah. PSV. Right, um, yeah. So he's back. So maybe you mm. know, if he rejigs it, but it's about yeah. the manager being able to to, to, to get him going again. It's going to be difficult. Yeah. I just had three London clubs, mate, and I just want to get... Right. So, Brentford, one or two people thinking, oh, is, is it going to be difficult for Brentford this time? Third season in the league, no Ivan Tony for halfway. I don't see it. I think Brentford have got enough love the manager. I think there's a decent group of players there. Uh, I don't have any major worries with, with, with Brentford. Fulham, um, 
again, not not great pre-season, Rob. Uh, a lot mm. of work, work at the uh, Premier League Summer Series. Mitrovic not involved. There's talk of Marco Silva going. William, there's yep. talk about now. Bit yeah. of unrest yeah. there. And Palace is the other one, mate. That's just getting a few mentions. It's, it's not been <laughs> as much business in there. Wilf's come out. You know, Roy did a brilliant job yeah. going in and it's got Elise and Eze, but people are sort of saying, well, it hasn't quite, you know, shaken up. Again, I think all three will be okay, but people are sort of putting them out there, you know, could this be a bit of a shaky season? Yeah. Listen, we could go on every single team and talk about a story. Yeah. I will I will just chuck, as we kind of get ready to finish up, Robin, I know it's been a long yeah. one, but Wilf Zaha leaving the club, you know, yeah. end of his contract. No, I, I, I kind of get it if, if he would have left... How can I say this without being disrespectful? But but Galatasaray, like, mm, are you surprised yeah. that he ended up going there? Champ- where, yeah, if it's a Milan or in, kind or, of preliminary round or things, it's, yeah, it's not like, that's Madrid yeah. or, or something yeah. like that. I, I get it, but are you surprised at that move? I was that surprised out? That-, that, that you've got such a legendary status at Crystal Palace. You, you've either decided you got to the end of the contract and you want to go and test something different, do something, you know, challenge yourself in a different way, whether you want to move abroad. I get all that. But, yeah. Um, I mean, it's a massive club, by the way. It is a so big It is club. a massive club. And I'm not going to be disrespectful in terms of fan base and, the, yeah. yeah, the sort of relationship. But it's not quite what, I don't know. It, it doesn't feel like it's the right ending to, to, to what, you know, is going yeah. to be probably his, his, his last move, you know, yeah. if, if things don't work out, does he come back again? It's going to be hard yeah. to go back to Palace, having, you know, done what, what he's done now. So, yeah, a little surprised myself as well. Um, yeah. I, I, I thought he was going to stay. And I know a few people at the club, I think, yeah, thought I he was going to stay and, you know, finish things yeah. off. Things are going well, some good young players there now. But, yeah, it didn't quite work and yeah. that's it. Okay, mate, listen, let's, um, just before we wrap things up, because I know our, 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 our viewers and listeners like us just kind of give a, a little sense of where we think top mm. and bottom serve. So instead of going like top four in this order, because again, we've got three, four more, three more weeks of, the, of this month in the transfer window, a lot can change. But just in, in terms of where we start the day, I think I feel City will be top and I think Arsenal will be second. Mm. And I, I'll put throw it out there now. I've got three teams for for the two places under them mm. in Champions League. I've got Liverpool, I've got Man United, and I've got Newcastle. And to be mm. honest, I don't know which one. Mm. could. One could finish second, third, and one could mm. finish fifth, and I don't know which one is which. Mm. Yeah, listen, I'm not too far away from that, Robert. I think we always reserve a bit of a right to, uh, to, to, to yeah, yeah, be so a bit more definitive on these predictions yeah. when the window's closed. But right yeah. now, um, you know, I, I think in terms of the title, I, I will go with Arsenal. I think Arsenal have got okay. better. I do yeah. doubt whether this City team is great and as resilient and as, as mentally tough as it's been can, can yeah. go again and win a, a record fourth one on the, on the, on the spin, which would be incredible. Okay. Um, and I do like what Arsenal have done. I think the young players yeah. will have grown, will have learned, would have been hurt by the, the things that happened late on in the season. You know, yeah. the players they brought in, you know, again, I'm assuming there that Habits is a success and he finds his best spot and, and produces. So I'm going to go for Arsenal. Um, of yeah. course, I've got to have Man City in it. I do think Liverpool, from what they've done, from their year off, their gap year, whatever, will, with those front players, with a rejig midfield, love McAllister again in that yeah. area. Again, assuming they get a, an appropriate and a decent defensive midfield player um, can finish in the top four. And on that last spot, I kind of go back and forth, really, Rob. 
I just, like I said earlier in this show, Newcastle's Champions League involvement might just mean they drop a few more points. Uh, And I do like, even though there's a bit of inconsistency about the lineup of Man United with those front players and what you're going to get from some of these guys, particularly Rasmus Hoyland, the new striker, I still think they will find a way into that top four, Rob. So that's that's the four that I would go okay. for with um, your, Newcastle. Your... Yeah, very, mm. very close. Yeah, very close. And at the bottom end, um, we always have to do this as well. And it's always difficult. Mm. And, and, and I hate to do it to the teams that come up. But mm. I've got to say, I think two of the three, I mm. think Luton will go. I think Sheffield United will go. And then I've got two teams, uh, one of the estab- more established, I think either Bournemouth or Wolves will go. Mm-hmm. Well, we didn't touch on Bournemouth, Rob, but but no. what I've read about Iraola, I remember commentating on him when he was at Bill Bowers, yeah. a player as a fullback. It, there's a lot of good things. And that's, again, a lot of good things, have, yeah. There's a lot of yeah. good things that's been reported about him. High the, press, wants to play, win the ball yeah. back, turnovers. Yeah. Yeah, Vicano was a team in Spain. He took into the top yeah. flight. They ended up beating Barcelona, uh, Barcelona and Real Madrid and got great results. A really brave move from the club. Mm, I, know, massive, I, I literally yeah. spat my tea out in the morning that I read that Gary O'Neill <laughs> yeah. had been fired from Bournemouth. I'm like, wow, after what yeah. he's just done. But fair play. That, that's a mm, proactive yeah, move from make, a club. Yeah, it's like, wow, it's they, right. they think they've upgraded there. So I think they'll be okay. I will put Wolves in my bottom four, Rob. I will put Wolves in it. Yeah, I think, you know... That Lopetegui, he, he had a bit of a, mm. a bit of a fire up last year about the financial fair play. Didn't this wasn't what he was sold as being manager? Yeah, um, and their transfer business is 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 weak right now. So I worry about Wolves midfield different, and I think Burnley with what they did last year with the manager. Of course, for all three of them, it's going to be difficult. I think Burnley mm. will stay up. I think the weakest yeah. team this year is going yeah. to be Sheffield United, and I and I will reluctantly put Luton Town in it, Rob, but I think they might yeah. surprise a few. Surprise a few with what they do in that mm. little stadium with their direct style of play, which is so different to what most of us, almost everything else in Premier League now yeah. is silky play out from the back. I don't think you're going to see it on Luton. I think it's going to be a lot mm. of long balls in the front forward, two. Yeah. Wing yeah. backs whipping balls in. A little bit more old school from them, which will mm. give them a chance. Um, but sadly, I think that won't quite be enough quality to stay in the league. So I'd say Sheffield United, Luton and Wolves uh, for now, for now. Yeah, it is only for now, my friend. We've got three more weeks and we'll address it then. Listen, mate, great stuff as ever. Uh, We're back. It's back. The Premier League starts in just a few days. It's a season of, I think, lots of questions for lots of teams. And we're going to bring you some of the answers as the season unfolds. Make sure you join us. Coverage starts on Friday, August the 11th, 2pm Eastern Time on USA from Turf Moor, where Burnley hosts Manchester City. So champions of the championship play champions of the Premier League. We will be there. And then we'll be there all weekend and join us on August the 14th from the touchline at Old Trafford when we'll have a quick review at the start of the season. Who's made the stories? Who's made the good starts? Who maybe needs a little work to do? So we'll, we'll do all that from... The Touchline at Old Trafford on Monday night. That's August 14th. But for now, I'm Earl. He's Musty, together with the two Robbies. Thanks for watching and listening. Be safe, stay healthy. We'll see you in Manchester next week. It's a good night from me. And it's good night from him. Good night. Good night. (laughs) 
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.